Hello, motherfunkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. It was making me laugh, I told Shirley. We, I listened to our podcast last week, sometimes I do, and I just couldn't believe that we both, but especially you, sound like the twits. I mean, just coughing throughout the whole thing, eating, and the yawning was the one that I really, I really picked you up I was you up really on. fatigued. I hear you and I see it. But I'm just saying, we will, we're pulling our socks up this week, guys. Don't worry. We are going to be like two, two ladies. What? I just feel um, at the moment I'm not getting good quality sleep. For are a you not? Of reasons, for a number of reasons, but the kids are up. The kids are not all right. Um, the willing partner has moved back into the, the eldest's room. So she's got the I didn't think she there. ever left. Oh, no, she left for a long time and he was fine. But he's uh, he he he's started up the fear just fearful, so she's moved back in there um, to save herself a journey. And she thought, whilst I'm in here, let's get him out of nighttime nappies. Okay. Whilst I'm in here, because my son wears a nappy and then leaks through the nappy and um, um, soils the sheets on. A, I would say every other night. Um, so he's when got you say soils. Of- you just mean wets. Wets, yeah. yeah he as opposed to shits himself. Yeah, You've got to be, you ought to be okay. clear. Soils, okay. I think. Oh, he dear. wees himself. So he's a lot of wee wee, you know, I call him, I say that, you know, he's been catching apples in the night. You know, it's, a, it's just a lot, a lot of apple juice there. So anyway, we started, took the nappies off. First night, huge success. And it has been getting worse subsequently every night. So mm-hmm. she does about three changes in the night. Okay. Um, goes through, you know, absolute pisses himself through so now she's beside herself because she's just been up all through the night every night and last night I witnessed something that I just thought I don't think this is okay I think this is a, this is actually child abuse the poor boy was having a very salty tea and he just went to get a glass of water she went don't you dare and I go just let him have a glass of no glass of water put it down put it down now anyway they start chasing each other around the kitchen he's just got a cup just a little bit just what a little time bit. was this because I think I might be on her side tea, no tea what time like, is tea time? Well, yeah, um, five, six. Yeah, around that time. It sh- no, it shouldn't be after five. It shouldn't be after five. So she's absolutely right. So give him less salt. I, I, I can. I carry on drinking through till. Yeah, but you don't you wee know. yourself. You're in your fifties. <laughs> different. <laughs> but no, it was. It was. You, you, you get here now. You get. And you, you put it down. And he goes. I just want some sparkling. In our very uh, swish tap. And yeah, I just thought. I. I said, just let me have some water. And we just started all arguing. It was awful. But yeah, I can't. I can't bear depriving people of water. I agree with you. But at the same time, he can't be guzzling lots and lots of water and expect him to have a dry night. And that's one step in the right direction. Is you know, just diminishing the and amount then of water. We sort of hoist him out of bed for dream weeks. Yes, that's um, what I was going to ask. At midnight. Before midnight, and we're going to now do one at around one. And so you, do you take his sort of, I think, semi-erect willy to the... No, it's a full-on, raging full hard-on. On, full-on hard-on, to the basin. Yes, we yeah. take him to... And then well, we'll some people just bring a potty to the bed, that's why I was wondering. We just think it would go everywhere. I agree with I you. So, And so you sort of have to tip him up. It's a two-man job, really. Do you tip him upside down? Because you mustn't interfere Ooh. with the recce too much. That's no, no, I, I know what you mean. But no, no, we don't t- turn him upside down. It's not a circus act. So does he comply? Yeah, yeah sometimes. And sometimes there's no we comes out. Mm. Okay. I think it is a work in progress. It did take me, I think, door to door, nine a year. And even then we still have wet nights. Not a lot, but we still do have them. Crikey. But it's one of these things that's worth doing, isn't it? I don't know that it is. Okay, well, we can wait yeah. until he's nine or just yeah. send him to sort of boarding school and get them to sort it out. But I really think it's one of these things you want to nail early. Jury's out. I went to the cinema with my two-year-old this week. They have toddler time at the picture house and it's at like 11 o'clock in the I morning. would love that. 
It was lovely. Half an hour show, TV film called The Smed and the Smood. You know, Julia Donaldson's one. And we had the whole cinema to ourselves. It was £3.50. We both had an ice cream. And it was... What time was this? 11.45 in the morning. Ice cream at 11. That's nice. He's got what you've got. I thought I can't really take him to either the park because it's too cold. And I didn't want to take him to sort of a soft play thing because I thought it's not fair on the children. So I took him to the cinema. And it was a really lovely experience, except for the fact that I was quite daunted by the fact we had the whole cinema screen of, I'd say, the biggest cinema, you know, the biggest... It, that is sad. It's sad because they're losing... Ourselves. They're losing a lot. A lot. You, I know you bought two tubs... Um, but it's not enough. It's not enough. Three pound fifty ticket. No. So, but it's definitely worth doing. And then my young, my eldest wants me to take him to the trolls. It's mm. called the troll movie or something like this. Anyway, so I think I'm going to do that on Sunday, just sort of because he heard that I took my youngest. So my eldest wants to be ten past nine in the morning. He's not up at ten past nine in the morning. I just can't believe it. Mine both up at five thirty this morning. We were just downstairs baking at five thirty. We were baking, and we're not even. I go. Can we just do a proper recipe? Five thirty down. Can we just do a proper recipe? He goes. No, I want to do my recipe, which is basically flour, water, and bananas. And then he uses all the utensils and everything. I just thought I can't cope, and he's so sort of stubborn and won't won't bend at all and won't listen. So I just leave him to it. It's just in the oven, putting his hot, but basically concrete. Yeah, but he, who's eating this concrete? Well, no one is eating it, but he wants to make it for the painter because he thinks the painter really likes it because the painter, when he did come, ate all of his sort of cardboard cookies just to be nice. Is the painter a code for someone? No, he is the painter. Okay, painter sure. John. It's different. We were told yesterday that, I was told by the teacher yesterday that my son wasn't as good as he should have been in alphabet code. She was slightly concerned. And I said, really? And then I thought, actually, he didn't go to bed till 10.30 the night before. And the night before that was 10 o'clock. So ours go down really late and wake up very late. So they make it up. In the weekends, that's fine. But I suppose when they've got school, it's, it's slightly more complicado. It's a problem. Each to their own. So this, this cough, cold, flu, whatever I have, yeah. which has been going on since the war started... Um, you do the math. Um, I've lost my sense of smell and taste, but I, I don't think it's COVID because I'm coming up negative. No, you just got it. Yeah, but these tests are shit. But I have never lost my sense of smell or taste, and it is the most strangest thing. So, one good thing, well, it's it's horrible, but as long as it's temporary, it's fine. You just don't, when 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 you when you're full, when you've had enough, you don't want to eat anymore because you can't taste anything. So I'm eating way less than I usually eat because what's the point? I can't taste anything. Um, so good for sort of you know managing the weight and, and such things. Um, and the other thing is I can't smell anything, so I don't know when my daughter has filled her nappy, which apparently has been two to three times a day. Yesterday I had this beautiful shawl on. You know, the knitted shawl that my uh, M&L... She means scarf, yeah. The scarf, knitted, beautiful handmade knitted scarf, white in parts, and I've got my daughter on me, and I'm sort of ripping off her nappy, just thinking it's a, a wee, and it's just shizen everywhere, and it goes all over the scarf, everything, and I just can't, and I'm putting it to my nose, there's nothing, I can't even smell shizen, which okay. is great. there are what? lots of things at play here. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's the... Our knitted- proximity. Well... I just think if you can't smell anything, you should probably, you know, look before you leap. If you, in terms of when it comes to the nappy, I would. Oh, I will now. Yeah. Because that was a real shock. Yeah, I can imagine. But also, I do think if you've lost a sense of smell and taste, it must be COVID. It must be. We're well, very close. Huh? We're sort of like talking heads right now. You and me? 
Yes. Yeah, so I know what you mean, but it's coming up negative. Yeah, I but I just think these I think these tests are terrible and with these different strands. But anyway, you will you will get back your sense of um in three weeks' time, apparently. It's three. Yeah, I don't mind it. Just in time for Crimbob. Lovely. Exactly. I think it's the little things in life. You know, people always say, don't worry about the little things. Don't sweat the small stuff. Think about what you really want in the future. Think about the big things you want to achieve. I think that's absolute. Tad Burglar. I do. I think it's, I, th- I think it's ridiculous. Because I have to say, the things that have made me happy in the last two weeks are the small things. You know, things to please yourself, i.e. new slippers, a good bread knife, some facial oil, which I still haven't got. You need to basically improve your day-to-day, your day-to-day routine, you know, little things. Mm-hmm. My mother wants to buy me for Christmas um, a clothes hanger that you plug in. And, and you can heat heats up. It heats up. Yeah. And I think that will make a real difference. I mean, the radiators are always blaring, blasting in mine, so the clothes do dry quite quickly. But if they can dry in half the amount of time, because the amount of laundry always gets me down. I almost bought one myself because mm. we visited family and they had one. I thought, well, yeah. that's a jolly good idea. Yeah. Uh, and then I just didn't. Right, but, but apparently... Please they, do let me know how it goes. That, and what I also want is another Dyson Hoover, because one that I've got that was given to us by our very dear friend is broken. Whatever I try to do, it, it's, it's been crackling and now it's completely dead, but I refuse to... Um, get rid of it that sort of thing I think would really help my day-to-day and I really think and I know that I have sort of I've listed a load of of 1950s kitchen appliances but that's basically what I I'm a mama in the kitchen I cook I clean things that can make me happy like you know really makes difference would you ever are you ever interested in those ninja sort of cookers you know the air fryers that do 101 things they take up a lot of space that's the problem no if it didn't take up so much space, I think I'd be really into it because you can get one with the... Pre- I want the pressure cooker element. Mm. My mother always used to cook in a pressure cooker. Yeah. And you, the meats, you'll have tender meats you've yeah. never known in 20 minutes, in 30 minutes. Whereas usually you have to leave it, you know, five, six hours to get that same... Amount. I know. And I'm looking at menus, um, actually, for a slow cook. Shelley and I have been asked to be on... Is it the Times? Yeah, the, the yeah, Times the, radio yeah, the podcast. Times Sunday Times... Radio. Radio. It's live. It's live. I know. Mariella Fostrop. It's late. It's, and Ed Vasey. Anyway, when Shelley sent me this message, I think it was at six minutes past five on Monday morning, I said, what the EF is she going on about now? <coughs> anyway, we've been asked to do it, but unfortunately it does fall on a night where I'm hosting a dinner party. Anyway, they're just going to have to get on with it. And I was thinking about things that I can cook way in advance and just leave the guests to it. And one was a slow-cooked lamb. You know what I mean? mm but yeah, I'm not very good at just leaving things and not sort of, you know, keeping an eye. But I know that back in the days, that's what yeah, people did. Yeah, my winning partner always does a seven-hour slow lamb for dinner parties. Who did it? My winning partner. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She often does a slow, it's six to seven hours, and you really can just leave it in the foil on a low heat, and you just leave it. Okay, well, maybe that's what I'm going to do. Um, yes, yeah, so we're on. I mean, I know you're probably wondering why you're on the radio. It's because of our show on the 23rd. Check this out, guys. I um, take my daughter to a swim class and um, I share the changing rooms with this an- another lady and, you know, we flash each other off Annie's and she told me she does PR. I told her I'm a comedian, said we got a show on. She goes, oh, let me just do a few little things for you. 
And she, yeah, she got us this gig. So we're going to go on this radio station, not just any radio station, and chat about Shizen and the show, which is on the 23rd of December, by the way. Yeah, so it just goes to show. I don't know what it goes to show. I don't know what it goes to show. Well, I think you and I are quite... I think it's difficult sometimes to ask people who can actually help to help. Yeah, We're we not like, like the Americans. Though no, the Americans will say, hey, you know, we don't like... The Brits are very different. They're very proud... Yeah, we don't like to ask. We don't like to ask. And um, you did ask. And for some no, reason, they, we they, have received. She offered. Oh, she offered. She offered. I would never. Would never PR is very good. I would never say, would you do some unpaid work for me? Would you ask a taxi driver to take you to Heathrow oh, for free? so annoying. Would you ask? No, but it's different. You could say to her, do you mind just spreading the word, babe? And she might just spread the word. No, I'd never. I'd feel so. No, she offered. So it's all legit. So it's all really lovely. A lovely moment there. Lovely moment. <laughs> So I went on a local march um, last weekend um, in Camberwell, and um, yeah, I was I, I was just weeping through. I just I don't know what was wrong with me that day. I was just weeping through all the speeches, everything. Nice crowd. It always is a nice crowd. And then suddenly behind me, and I was glad for the distraction because, as I said, I just could not stop. It was a streamer; just could not stop the flow. And everyone was looking at me. People were taking pictures of me, and I thought, "Please, I don't want to end up on the front cover of the South London Press no. or the Mercury, just really looking like absolute dog shit as well." Anyway, there's a, there's a fracas behind me, and I'm just being delighted for the distraction. And I look around, and there's a fight going on between, like, you know, I think anti-protesters or something, and. I immediately, my guard gets up because I think, hang on, what's going on here? Because one of the men who who seemed to be under attack looked like a nice old Jewish man. And I thought, no, 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 I'm not having any of this. So I thought, I'm going to have to turn against my own. And I get closer. Then I realise that he, I don't even know how to say this because I had to get the load down. I go, what's going on here? Apparently, this guy, the one who looked like a nice old Jewish man, is Jeremy Corbyn's cousin. And what he does is he goes around to all the... He's quite a well-known sort of conspiracy theorist. Okay. So he goes around to all these protests and he gets his big banners out. So literally people from the pro-Palestinian march were sort of ripping his banners away and people shouting at him. He was shouting... So he, he he came with a banner about, you know, the October the 7th being a conspiracy theory set up by the Israelis. And he's quite anti-Semitic, like openly. So the pro-Palestinians were like, not in our name and we don't want you here tarnishing the good work we're trying to do. So, um, yeah, so the police came and it was, and yeah, it was this Jewish lady who was part of the protest just explaining to me. She goes, he's everywhere. He get, as she was telling me, well, she was going, oh, just fuck off. We don't need you here. And he was shouting at her and she was trying to explain to me. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is like her. This is what people do. You know, they, people spend their lives, you know. They really do. They, they give their lives to causes, like good causes out there. And I was listening to loads of things I had no idea that were going on in the world and just like, absolutely unacceptable and you just go oh my gosh where to on pick it all but it was um it was a nice little so he's renowned then is he? he he goes he's everywhere he's everywhere and he and, and i remember because my only memory of him is at the time when jeremy corbyn was leader of um the, of labor <coughs> his cousin piers was bringing his name down they go huh do you want this to be your leader Look who's who he's associated with, and he's got wild con- conspiracy theories. It's difficult wild. though if you're related to someone who is a bit of a, you know, who's got, yeah, it is. I mean, just look at the Fox family, for example. Well, they all work, the cousins, don't they? They all do work. Um, despite, despite, but maybe you should ask Piers next time you see him in one. Of I the, believe I will see him again and ask him if he wants to come to see, <coughs> see the show. Make some noise. The show on the twenty third. 
if he can get just those deeds on the banner. We always associate ourselves with wrong ones. Oh. Why not Piers? Get him in. So I'm excited. You know, I'm not really up for Panto since you were in it at Lucian back in 19... No, 2000 and... 2000s, wasn't it? Yeah, the noughties, early noughties. Played Cinderella. You played Cinderella, didn't I you? I did. Anyway. And I had to kiss my Prince Charming who used to smoke Rollies and I fucking hated it because he stank. It's unacceptable. He used to go and smoke them outside and then just go in for a fucking kiss and oh, I was just like, oh. It's unacceptable. It's you could have handed him a Tic Tac in betwixt. I he mean, could have consumed his own Tic Tac. Oh. Why should I pay for his Tic Tacs? In the end, I just sort of <clears> offered him a cheek. Listen, I have to say... I'm not really into Panto since you've been in it, but I'm very excited because I'm going to see Peter Pan at the Palladium. Oh, lovely. Julian Clary. Oh, you love. Jennifer Saunders. Oh, shush. Nigel Hovers. Oh, goodness. And many, many more. That but sounds a, super fun. Apparently, it's the hottest ticket in town. I think Julian Clary, I like to call him Jules, I think he's been doing it for probably 28 years. And I think the jokes have stayed the same and they've never failed. They have never failed. He'll always mention fisting. He'll just, just change the person he's been oh, visiting backstage. So, oh, mean, my gosh. He always talks about his lesbian cat. She's either Gertrude or Veronica. I mean, and I just love it. I love, he always, always appears in stilts. Have you seen him on his stilts? He, he always enters stage left. So that's quite impressive. Really impressive. Really, really impressive. And then he undresses and gets people to... I mean, literally, it's been the same old moves and the same old sounds since, I think, 1979. I know he was banned for a while, Julian Clary. Yes, I did know. And he yes. had to go to Australia. Yes. And make a name for him outside, out, out, out there, over there. And they loved him. They absolutely loved him. Here comes your winning partner. Oh, she I know. So she, sweet, doesn't she? She won't know that we're doing a recording. Um, Maybe she wants to have a little... I'm just doing that recording. Do you want to say a few words? She's just, she's just miming now. Um, so, yeah, the thing is about Julian Clary is that actually I'm very excited. And I think he's, he is the Panto star, isn't he? Panto star of the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you get tickets by your unwilling? Yes. Oh, one thing I said that you really should go and see, and they mentioned it this morning, because at the moment, not only are Shirley and Shirley on a Black Friday sale for this weekend only, possibly Won't too be, late no, by the t- yeah. time it comes out, but there are many, many theatre shows, not including Operation Mincemeat, but you must go and see it, please. I know, I know. Yeah? Yeah. Great, thank you. <laughs> Winner, winner. Winner, winner. I'm going on a wreath-making uh, workshop on Sunday. Oh, surely. Two hours. One of my mum friends is a florist. Two hours. She, does, she flashes uh, four fingers at me. Two hours. <laughs> no, because they, they don't, they, they all move together now. I can't isolate them. It's my arthritic fingers, so I go to say two and the whole fist goes up. Anyway, that's fine. That can be my dead duck. Um, so going on a wreath-making workshop that I insisted my friend organise, so okay, I really so apply I want, the pressure. Okay, so let's have some details. Well, well, yeah, well, it's just a you know, private gang. I think she's found all the people. But it's in Franklin's on Orchard Lane. It really is so quaint around here, isn't she it? Everyone is just gets on with it. So it's talented. So sweet. She's just so talented. She does flower arranging for all the big names. Claridge's. Uh, I wish I could mention some more. She's always, you know, she's uh, she gets called in. Not the one that I met. Yes, you met. Yeah, I met her. But you go to her house, just beautiful, just like shite everywhere. You know, in, in, as in good shite, is that what you mean? Oh yeah, good shite, like um, shite I, everywhere. No, no, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, like um, paraphernalia, you know, wreath making paraphernalia okay. and flor- floristry paraphernalia, just like flowers and dried bushes everywhere. It's lovely. 
I really love the fact that you're doing that, wreath yeah, making. And it, it's, it's, and, and, you know, I asked her to break down the cost because it's £80. Yeah, per but it's expensive. When she broke it down, she goes, and you do get to keep your scissors, which are £30. Do you get to keep the wreath, more importantly? Of course you do. So oh, you take great. your wreath home and actually up the road, they ch- charge £85 it's a wreath. It's so expensive. So I think it will get stolen pretty quick sharp. But so I'm going to make my own wreath and then I'll know how to make wreaths and then I can make wreaths, maybe. I, I think won't. this is a really lovely thing to do. I'm actually buying a wreath this afternoon at the Chelsea Physic Garden with but, my mother. But why isn't your mother making Okay, just hear me out. So my mother just buys the base. She buys the Oasis. Mm-hmm. And then she puts, and then everything else she buys. So she actually just buys the, you know, as they say, the base. The halo. Yeah, she'll buy the halo. She'll probably get a few. Last week I went on my bike and we actually, with my son, and we had to load up. It was ridiculous. He had to hold four. To an extent, when my husband saw me riding with my four-year-old, my then four-year-old, and said, this is actually really dangerous, health and safety. And I said, I know, but it's... Needs really, must. Needs must. Anyway, so that's great. We're wreathing up this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Um, just to, learning a skill, you know? Oh, absolutely. Who Abs- knows? Who knows? This time next year, I could have my own arts and crafts school store. Who knows? And is she supplying all the foliage? Berries? Everything. And she, when she ribbon. worked it out, she said, when she worked out all the costs, she really makes something like 10, 20 pounds per person. Now. So not really very it's much. Not, not, not at all. And how many of you, sorry? Uh, this this it's fifteen of us. I don't know that she's got all fifteen. I'm going to ring around a few today, but it's on Sunday. The winning partner's given me a uh, time off. She always gives me time off, either to march, to go to and see a therapist, or you know, now to make reads. That's so. Perfect. That really is lovely. Yeah, I really am excited about seeing the finished product. Shirley, it's pure WI. What you've got around I here, I love it. Love it. My winner, winner. Do you want to hear? Please. Not this weekend, but next weekend, i.e., the first weekend of December. My unwilling and I are going to Stockholm for the weekend, sans enfant. Just too much fun. Right? It's just, I just don't know what's going to be, I mean, you're just going to have the time. Do you think? Yeah, I do. It's a real production, leaving the children. It's expensive. It is horribly expensive. How much will it be for a glass of Van Rouge? 15, 20 Oh, that's right. 15 is right. 20 yeah. is a bit steep. It's expensive. Like, really, it's sort of eye-wateringly expensive. Really? You buy a sandwich and it's just like, wow, okay, 12 euro, okay. Everything is just really expensive. Um, But there's lots of... Oh, the shopping is great. I'm really excited, actually. The design, oh, it's great. Second to none. Second to none. It's snowing there at the moment, and what am I going to wear? I've got... I haven't got any gloves. You've got your snow boots? No. You've got your big Russian hat? I've got my Russian hat. I haven't got the right coat. But I'm really, really excited. Um, I just am. I think it's going to be great because it's been it's stressful. Yeah. I think you and your willing, unwilling, need to get away. You need to reconnect. You need to really, really re- have a you conversation. You need to reconnect. You need to talk. And um, yeah, you need to appreciate one another. Yeah. So it's let's see. Good. Let's see how that goes. Dead duck. This, I suppose this, the ongoing uh, cold and war for me. The ongoing cold war. Can't cold. To, my cold. Your cold. I can't, I can't seem to shift. And the, the war. And not, the, the war. not the cold war. Not the cold war. Mm. But yeah, those two things was to get rid of one it would be the war but you know let's keep it light guys let's keep, keep it, light. it light how about you my dead duck i think is my anxiety levels i've always considered myself to be quite a chilled person that doesn't mean to say that every now and then i don't have an outrageous temper or i don't get really angry as you know i can really get angry can't yeah, i you can scare a lot of people i can scare a lot of people and sometimes i think i fly off the handle for no reason i completely put my hand up to that but I do think that most of the time I try and keep relaxed and try not to let it. But I think my anxiety over the last three months has really, three weeks rather, has really got high. 
and it's not been good. And I can feel it, you know, you can feel it physically. You're going to worry everyone now because it's out of context. Well, no, I just think, no, I just think there are periods in your life where your anxiety is really high, whether it's to do with whatever that's to do with. And I think there are some times, you know, stress is the worst. You know what's meant to be really good for stress? I heard this on Radio 4. Walking backwards for two minutes a day. Now, who has the time or indeed the space? The space is what I'm concerned about. But it's meant to be really good for your brain and for your physical... As you start knocking into all the shoes... Well, we'd have to do it together. Keep going, no, 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 left, left, left. No, not your left, my left. It's a nightmare. But it's meant to be really good for you. I think you have to... I'm sorry, I don't want to, you know, not validate your feelings. I'm sorry you've been anxious. I have been anxious Um, and I just... I'm not very good at feeling anxious because I don't know what to do with it. I hate anxiety. Um, yeah. yeah, it's meditation. Meditation. It? It's walks. It's yeah. um, med- meditation. Um, meditation. But you really fruit need and veg. Time. I know I'm good at my fruit and veg on the whole. I eat well. I'd say I eat well. And another thing that I think this week this week has really helped me as opposed to the week before is I've really stopped. I haven't been drinking. Um, and my sleep quality is much better. And I think once you have quality sleep, even if it's much shorter, it's, it's just, oh, okay. you can just deal with the day so I much forget, better. of course, alcohol's the worst for anxiety and the old caffeine. Yeah. You need to nip those in the bud whilst you're having it flare up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's a nice pure agony art this week. Is it too right in with any thoughts or complaints? Um, oh, we love to hear from you guys. We really do. We really, really do. Thank um, you that's so much. Ciao for now. Ciao. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Motherfunk.